All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 12th of March. The deep cuts in equity markets deepened on Thursday in Asian markets after a renewed sell-off in the U.S. equities after the Trump administration failed to clarify on a coronavirus stimulus package that had been promised at the start of the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average tipped into bear market, ending the longest bull run in the history of U.S. shares. President Donald Trump didn't keep his promise to detailed stimulus plans and late last night said that the US may not even need to take those measures if the problem is gotten rid of very quickly. The Dow slumped as much as 5.9% while the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 plunged 47 and 4.9% respectively. To make matters worse, the World Health Organization's top official said that the coronavirus epidemic is now a pandemic, the first one since a novel influenza outbreak in 2009 which had infected millions. Worldwide cases have now topped 120,000 and the total number of deaths has exceeded 4,300. Meanwhile, back home, India has suspended all existing visas except diplomatic, official, United Nations or international organizations, employment and project visas till the 15th of April. This will come into effect from 1200 Greenwich Mean Time on the 13th of March, uh, that is tomorrow, at the port of departure. The visa-free travel facility granted to overseas citizens of India has also been suspended till the 15th of April. Additionally, all incoming travellers having visited China, Italy, Iran, South Korea, France, Spain and Germany after the 15th of February will be quarantined for at least 14 days. Earlier in the day, two people from Mumbai tested positive for coronavirus, taking the total number of such cases in Maharashtra to seven. A statement by the Integrated Disease Surveillance Program of the Public Health Department in Maharashtra said that the Bureau of Immigration is regularly providing a list of all passengers coming from high-risk countries like Iran, Italy and South Korea for necessary follow-up. Now, let's move on to news in YesBank. Bondholders' investments in YesBank's additional Tier 1 securities are likely to get converted into equity as part of a settlement plan between the lender and investors, according to two people with direct knowledge of the matter who spoke to Bloomberg Quint. A solution to the concerns of bondholders who have an exposure of uh, close to 8,400 crore rupees worth of 81 bonds issued by YesBank could be arrived at as early as this week. Sticking with the banking space, State Bank of India has cut the interest rate on all savings bank accounts to 3% and also waived the minimum balance requirement. Prior to this, savings deposits of up to 1 lakh rupees attracted an interest rate of 3.25% per annum and 3% for deposits above 1 lakh. The Goods and Services Tax Council is expected to correct the inverted duty structure which taxes inputs at a higher rate than outputs in the GST which has resulted in blocked credits for manufacturers. 
Also, the GST rate on mobile phones is expected or proposed to be increased from 12% to 18% at par with most of the inputs used for manufacturing phones when the GST Council meets on Saturday. In some more international news, OPEC expects that there will effectively be no growth in global oil demand this year, slashing its forecasts as the coronavirus hits the world economy. Brent crude futures were trading 3% lower this morning, once again below the $35 per barrel mark. And European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde said Europe risks a major economic shock, echoing the global financial crisis unless leaders act urgently on the coronavirus outbreak, and she signaled that her institution will take steps as soon as Thursday. Lagarde told European Union leaders on a conference call late on Tuesday that without coordinated action, Europe will see a scenario that will remind many of the 2008 Great Financial Crisis. But she added that with the right response, the shock will likely prove temporary. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. Shock waves across the financial markets. How are we looking at the start of trade today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, we are bracing for another morning of extreme volatility, and that's reflected in the way the SGX Nifty futures have moved, especially after President Donald Trump's address. For now, the SGX Nifty is down as much as 300 points, and it is indicating a significant decline, at least as far as the opening is concerned. Moving on to stocks, we will once again keep an eye on Yes Bank. The Mumbai court has extended the bank's co-founder Rana Kapoor's enforcement directorate custody until March 16. The bank has also clarified that it has been made party to a writ petition filed by Access Trustee Services in the Bombay court on its restructuring scheme under which it is proposed to be permanently be written down in full. Moving on to Interglobe Aviation, it says that it has seen a modest impact of the virus outbreak in January and February as the company cancelled its flights to China and Hong Kong and reduced their frequency to certain other Southeast Asian markets. The company has also seen a 15-20% to decline in bookings on a week-on-week basis. In a warning, its statement says it expects its quarterly earnings to be materially be impacted and due to the rupee depreciation, it will also have an adverse impact on the company's dollar-denominated liabilities primarily on account of capitalized operating leases. Biocon has won a U.S. court ruling that invalidated a Sanofi patent for insulin gene device patent in the U.S. And the company said in its press release that the key legal hurdle to commercialize Semgly, co-developed by Myelin, has been removed. And in response to the coronavirus, we also have a clarification from SH Kelkar, which says that it is currently holding adequate inventories to support uninterrupted production till April 2020. Operations of the company's Italian arm remains unaffected and the China factory has become operational from the first week of March. The company also stated that it is geared to increase production at its manufacturing facility in Mahad. And finally, coming down to Indusind Bank, it says its non-disposal undertaking of pledged shares has now been revoked and promoters of the bank had pledged 3.4% stake in favor of Citibank. 
Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. And stay safe. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and stay safe. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.